welcome to At the Forefront FinTech Conversations. I'm Michael Kingsley, and I'm a Senior Vice President at Forefront. Today, I'm speaking with Sean Samuel, Chief Technology Officer, and Jonathan Cross, JC, uh, General Manager of EMEA for Liquidity Book. Thanks for joining us, guys. Really appreciate it. Thank Thanks. you. So let's jump right in. Uh, let's go to Sean first. Sean, you were actually on the podcast. It's great to have you back. You were on uh, several months ago. Uh, can you remind our audience who Liquidity Book is and explain how you're providing uh, innovative trading technology solutions to your clients? Yeah, absolutely. So Liquidity Book is a full stack trading systems provider. We've been in business for 15 years. And you know, what's interesting about us is we provide a solution to every market participant from startup hedge funds to $100 billion multi-strats to folks doing program trading and building and ETFs in the asset management space. And also, you know, most uniquely as well in the sell side from small brokers to mid-sized brokers to clearing firms with technology solutions um, across the board. And you know what's most interesting is that we're doing all that with one code base, one platform, because our watchword is really flexibility. We build and configure a solution that fits the needs of all of those market participants. So we offer something that's really fit for everybody, whether you're you know on screen and trading by hand, building complex programs that are trading thousands of trades a second, or a mixture of both. And that's really sort of our watchword is configuration over customization, meeting you where you are and making it easy. And so we're doing everything from complete greenfields to replacing trading systems that clients have had for 20 years, whether it's a commercial system or something that they've built in-house with, you know, thousands of developer hours. And, you know, my favorite quote to cap it off is, you know, one client said that if we knew it would be this easy, we would have done it years ago. You know, mm -hmm. there's fear in this industry. And, you know, what we do is we really make that process seamless. That's that. That's really great. And I, I just want to take a second more. Don't want to spend too much time on the past. We want to talk about the present and what's coming up. But can you give us a flavor of who your clients are? I know it's really the full spectrum of capital markets. Yeah. So it's everything from startup clients who are using us to do their entire, you know, meet their entire system needs to, like I said, multi-strat hedge funds who are using us for all their trading systems. And then sometimes more modular, we might be the whole solution. Uh, for, you know, there are 20 or 30 different managers and traders or 50 or 60 traders uh, to using us for pieces of the system, you know, in combination with their unique components that are adding value and using our APIs and backend systems as much as our front end flexible, you know, GUI or, you know, web application. Same thing, we have asset managers, folks who are doing program trading or, you know, sub-advisors, RIAs, those kinds of folks where they have models that they're trading for their clients on a daily, weekly, monthly uh, or quarterly basis, you know, somebody running an ETF fund, for example, that they're building their own ETFs and using us to do their large scale rebalances for, you know, their billions of dollars of ETFs. Uh, and then you jump over, you know, sort of the fence to the sell side. And we have clients like outsource trading desks who are offering this very high touch service to their clients looking like an in-house trading desk uh, to your classic agency, agency sell side desks where they're, you know, we're just doing the straight up OMS EMS component there. Uh, to also providing more infrastructure like the middle office systems that are facilitating a post-trade clearing and settlement process for banks and brokers. And then, you know, one other space that's, uh, you know, been definitely growing recently is uh, the electronic clearing space where you have clearing firms that are looking to be much more automated and much more nimble. And we're, we're the solution there where we're providing the infrastructure like gateways and risk gateways and onboarding tools that let them move at the speed their clients would want to do with things like same day setups rather than week or month long setups to onboard a new client. All right, Sean, that, that's great. A great background to get us uh, started. Now we haven't brought JC in yet. 
Um, so JC, with you, I want to ask you right away about um, the recent news of Liquidity Books acquisition of Messer in September and how it's impacting the tech stack and the services for existing clients. And what's interesting is you used to work at Messer. You didn't come over in the acquisition, but were with Messer before you were with Liquidity Books. So tell us how you came in and then tell us what's going on with the acquisition. So as you, as you say, I worked for Messer for about five years had some great product, um, very much on the PMS side and, and a lot of the downstream processing. Um, again, similar to what Sean said in his introduction, um, Mesa came at it from, we want to play nicely with other pieces of kit that we might find there. We weren't trying to replace entire systems, so it was play nicely with what's there. Um, so Mesa was quite successful doing that um, for some time and has got a, a good client base. Then about 18 months ago, I left Messer and joined Liquidity Book. Um, and during the interview process, it was very interesting to me that the founders had exactly the same sort of concepts. We want configuration, not customization. We don't want an army of developers. We should have a set of a set of configurable building blocks such that we can service all manner of needs. Um, so it was very interesting to see that two companies who probably didn't really know much about one another had come up with exactly the same problems to solve or the way that they wanted to offer, offer their services. Of course, the big difference was <clears throat> uh, liquidity book, very strong in the OMS space, and also PMS. We've had PMS features for some time. What we didn't really have was the eyeball component to go with all the rebalancing, um, some of the end of day processes that we did. So <clears throat> when I was looking to, to start getting the business going in EMEA, one of the things that seemed to be a lot more important, or one of the things that is a lot more important, is the presence of that eyeball. So it really was, you know, it really was the obvious vendor to try and work with. And then as things progressed and, and as we looked at the, the product set and as as Sean did more, um, it became apparent that we should probably go beyond just an integration. Understood. And and Let's let's zoom out for a second, and I don't know if this is for Sean or or for JC, but what does this mean for the wider industry? Uh, the the two companies working now, one company working together, and um, configuration, not customization. How, what what does that what does that mean for the industry at large? So it's interesting because this um, is almost sort of a twofold story for us, because you know what we're coming out with today is as as JC mentioned, you know, for years Liquidity Book has had, you know, what we classically call a PMS capability in the industry. So Liquidity Book's always been very strong on sort of the front end of that portfolio management capability in terms of rebalancing and modeling and program trading or generating the trades. Now the other piece is sort of what we call that accounting or IBOR piece. And so Liquid Books actually long had, you know, as you mentioned, for eight plus years, we've had those features and have tracked the books and records for our clients, tracked historical PL. But we didn't sort of have the full ledger that gave you sort of the full accounting interface to look at your ledger. Liquid Book did it in a very automated way. But we had we did have those capabilities at a very deep level. And so in the last 18 months, actually, what we've been rolling out and we're you know announcing right now is that we're rolling out just that full classic accounting PMS solution. And the acquisition of Messer really dovetails into that very nicely because what it's brought is some of those backend transactional ledger components. And then most critically actually brings us to a place where we're leapfrogging what sort of we would consider state of the art in that space today, You know, very much in the way that we've always tried to do business, which is take 
you know, a classic space and redefine it a little bit to what people wanted to be able to do and what they've struggled with over the last 10 years, you know, in a lot of ways, that classic second mover advantage, right? So, you know, we're not just bringing the ledger, but by adding on Messer, what we've done is what the market now gets is not, you know, a V2 of our, just our PMS capabilities, but it's getting something that brings state-of-the-art, multi-asset, uh, and lifecycle automation capabilities for financing. So that's things like very deeply automating your swap lifecycle, computing all your different types of swap terms and conditions, and properly and automatically putting that books every day and then resetting it at the end of the month. Stuff that, even though a lot of systems have, requires a lot of manual intervention and tracking and tracking errors, and that we've really redefined a much better way of doing that. And the same thing with um, you know, what we're considering, you know, classically considered multi-asset in the industry. And we're talking about various types of credit products from, you know, of course, fixed income products. But today we're talking about CDS, CDX, MBS, loans, things that most of the commercial OMS, PMSs out there handle, don't necessarily handle extremely well, or again, let you model them the way you want to think about it. They have facilities, but again, not flexible in the way we've always done business in the space. And so this is perfect because we're tying those two things together and marrying them up and doing it out of one very much native footprint. Um, and that's really what we're bringing to the client base is the ability to you know have that sort of full stack or front to back system all in one, where we continue to be able to piece it out on a modular basis of client needs just accounting, just reconciliation, just trading. We bring that, but we can also now offer a industry leading capability all in one with just one out of the box solution. JC, you wanted to add something? Yeah, I think the other thing is I'd, I would add there, as Sean uh, attested to, when you look at, as Sean said, other systems are capable of doing this, but there's several problems. One, quite often it's a lot of manual work. The the degree of automate of automation is 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 very is very impressive. Um, and also, what we what we what we're able to do with the acquisition is, again, if you talk to people who actually have to produce these reports, or you talk to people who have to support um, sort of accountancy based platforms, one of the problem is that a client will ring up and say, I want to challenge that number. You've told me the value of my swap is this much on the performance leg and this much on the accrual, but you're just giving me a total. We work really hard um, with this technology. We can click on numbers and we can drill down. So if we give an mm -hmm. average value or the current uh, amount of dividend tax that we've been accruing, somebody can quickly click on that and see the underlying and actually see the breakdown which makes, gives them confidence in the system, makes them more efficient, and obviously makes it more easier for us to scale the system out across the across a wider client base. Yeah, and I'd add on, you know, a yeah. key thing, the client experience component here is it's one unified solution to the client. So the way we did this is Messer is providing a industry-leading capability or really engine, if you will. So when we we started integrating with Messer actually over a year ago as a, as a partner, because we knew they had a very cool set of capabilities. So we had actually already been building out the whole front-end component for the missing PMS components that Lacoy Book didn't already have. And so as we were doing that, we actually started talking to Messer, you know, as facilitated by JC, who we knew we had they had those capabilities that would be a good fit. And we did, you know, what you're often calling today a service-based integration. So we really hooked into Messer's capabilities via API. So it's all seamless. It's a front end. It's not two different systems. It is one system with a service-based architecture, which is, you know, interestingly, the way we're integrated with Messer, and it worked as a partnership long before we're talking about an acquisition, is the way any large company builds their products today, or even any mid-sized company with separate teams, 
building components or services and then integrating at an API level. And that's exactly the way our integration works. So the great thing is that's been completely seamless and offers the client's ability to have a completely seamless interface. Client's not going to know what's liquidity book or messer per se. It's all one system because it's a it's a set of services tied together. And that's that's what I wanted to ask you about because you said you said integration a few times there. And uh, I think anybody who's who's listening and watching and has been through this either, you know, trying to do an integration, uh, having been through an acquisition on their own, or having dealt with a vendor who was going through that, they might be, you know, being a little skeptical and saying, okay, are these pieces really going to fit together? A lot of times you hear stories in the industry, it, it didn't fit together exactly the way we thought. So I wonder if you can tell me, I know you just said it's been going on for a year, um, how the integration is proceeding from the tech uh, tech point of view, excuse me, and uh, what the response you're getting from clients and prospects is. Yeah, absolutely. And the great thing is, um, to expand on what I was just saying, it's really been a non-issue because we sort of did this acquisition almost inside out, right? We did, because the it fits so cleanly together, the integration we did work we did over the last 12 months actually is what generated the conditions for, for actually doing an acquisition. We had no plans to do it. We thought we were going to be working with a partner. We've worked with many PMS partners before, and we absolutely continue to, right? So one interesting note is this doesn't change any of our strategies. We have many partners because Liquidity Book is a modular system. We are and have always been totally agnostic about our individual capabilities relative to our client, you know, our competitors and partners, right? The best solution for the client is really what drives it. So we partner with all sorts of specialty vendors, PMS vendors, and other types of vendors who are great at all sorts of different market components and where we fit in and supply the missing components. So, you know, this doesn't change any of that any more than it did before where we had a lot of solutions that interoperated with our, with our partners across the ecosystem. Uh, but to get back to your question, this was actually very easy because we'd already done all the integration work. We've literally generated almost no new integration work except your actual back office stuff like getting on the same email system and same Slack. Um, mm -hmm. From a technology perspective, and I've been on the other side of this where I was acquired by a larger company and you know had to go through all the classic issues, it's been a non-issue because we already set the stage by doing all the technical integration work first. And it's been great because it's literally the way we would have done it if we built all those capabilities ourselves over the last two mm -hmm. years. The building an independence and components putting your API over it, and then integrating those services to the rest of your system. So it's really been extremely smooth because the complementarity was so high. We weren't saying, okay, we've got to reconcile uh, these various mismatching data models or stuff. It was very much additive. And so mm. as a result, the clients we're implementing um, have been very, very clean and very easy. And in fact, we're seeing a lot of crosstalk opportunity as well. You know, we have you know, now having told all, you know, Messer's existing uh, clients that now there's this trading system that they're a part of, um, we're already seeing very, you know, very quick uptake in folks who are wanting to mm -hmm. add trading system just because these synergies are so obvious. That's great. JC? Yeah, yeah. The only thing I think I'd add to there, I think, I, and I have been, have been acquired before I worked at Paladine and then we were acquired, we were acquired by Broadridge. But having spent five years working at Messer, the other thing, Obviously, I had a good, my background was originally technical, so I had a good technical appreciation of how their software was put together. Um, and so I had with that inside information, I could, you know, say to Kevin and to Sean, this really is something we should look at. But, but then beyond that, the other part of any acquisition is you're joining two companies and you're joining personnel together. But again, I knew both sides, as it were, and I knew yeah. 
but from the guy at the top, from Brian down to the guys who do the implementation and support, I knew there was great synergy there just, and I knew that the people would get on and we'd form a really good team as a result of that acquisition. That's great. Now, I'd be remiss when I introduced you, JC, I want to go in a slightly different direction here. I did say you're general manager for Europe, Middle East and Africa. So I'm wondering how that responsibility and that title dovetails with what we've just been talking about. Um, it, well, it, it dovetails with that in the part of, I think, part of the remit or part of what I'm trying to do is grow not just the client base, but increase the awareness of liquidity book and its products and service offerings throughout the region. Because I think it's 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 fair to say um, when when I joined liquidity book, I was aware of it because some of my some of my old colleagues worked there. But certainly, I was quite surprised to find that sort of outside the US, we weren't particularly that well known. So I need to address that. I need to make sure we get invited to pitch parties for the emerging guys and and and, and such like, um, and just generally increase the awareness of of the liquidity book and obviously grow um, the organization in the mirror as we add more clients. So to wrap up, let's talk about what's next for liquidity book. Obviously there's a real growth story here. We talked regionally and uh, about the technology. Sean, why don't you tell us what's uh, what's on the roadmap? Yeah, um, there's actually a whole lot. We're doing a bunch in a bunch of different spaces. Um, I'm going to start by highlighting the fact that you know, we talked a little bit about how Liquidity Book sort of both modular and an all-in solution across our client base. Um, I think as a result of that, what you're going to see is two big expansions we're trying to targeting um, over the next couple of years, as well as just continue to do more of what we're doing and better and, you know, across the board. And that's, uh, we're actually, in addition to sort of selling directly to all those market participants we have been very actively working to partner with a number of different types of firms. And I think you'll see some announcements about that over the next couple of quarters uh, where we're bringing what we have in terms of trading systems and back office systems to integrate into other types of adjacent partners where we add can create a combined solution that is offers a really a lot of leverage to the market. So, you know, we're going to, you're going to see almost OEM or partnership type solutions coming from us where we're powering capabilities for other types of folks um, I'd say the other one is, in addition to directly, you know, feeding, you know, these kinds of clients, the other big thing is that we offer now a very good uh, footprint for sort of service providers. So, you know, both Liquidity Book and Messer, classically, we have folks like Outsource Trading Desks are a good example, or regulatory technology providers are a good example, where they shadow the books and records for clients and provide reporting services, trading services, all sorts of services, but they need very, very scalable technology tools to handle 100 clients, 200 clients, not just one set of clients' books and records. And our systems are perfectly geared for that. So I think you're going to see us powering a lot more provider solutions as we as we scale up there. Um, and there's some interesting examples of that, right? So this accounting capability in this space is classically much more thought of as a buy side capability. But you actually have, of course, brokers need to track their books and records. And traditionally, they have very big, heavyweight systems for doing that. But because our system is very much two-sided, we have the capability to take, for example, the swap financing we do and the stock borrow calculations we do for our clients who need to understand their expenses and their costs to, you know, to holding borrows and such. Mm -hmm. And doing that for a prime broker or a mini prime who wants to set up a new desk while well, we can come in. We calculate all those fees and we can enable you to track that for all your clients, generate invoices, track your PL on that stuff very cleanly and simply rather than sort of, you know, these classic, 
you know, heavyweight solutions. It's sort of the mainframe versus a new technology solution. So I think you're going to find the core capabilities we have, and we're going to deploy them in places where you haven't classically been seeing them. And so we're excited to have a lot of new conversations around the same capabilities in places where they're not sort of typically employed or where you have much older solutions being sort of still the industry leaders. That's great. And uh, JC? Yeah, I think the other one of the other growth areas for us is uh, reconciliation. You know, reconciliation, especially cash reconciliation, is a big issue, not just in the buy side, but the sell side, service providers. Um, a lot of money is spent doing a lot of the grunt work in, in old systems, in spreadsheets, or, or paying people to do it manually. Um, we've got a really strong offering in the reconciliation side, which we've been demoing to, to people from, from various parts of the business, both the sell side and the buy side. And it's been very well received. And that's a real problem that we can solve for uh, very easily. Well, great. It sounds like there's a lot on the horizon for Liquidity Book. Um, it's great talking through this acquisition and really talking with you guys about what's next. So best of luck. I, I want to thank you guys really very much for joining us today, Sean and JC. If you'd like to learn more about Liquidity Book, you can visit their website at liquiditybook.com. And if you'd like to learn more about Forefront, you can visit us at forefrontcoms, that's C-O-M-M-S dot com. Thanks again to Sean and JC for joining us. That's Jonathan Cross, JC is short for um, JC and Sean. Thank you so much for joining us today. And thanks very much to all of you for watching and listening.